Hello, and welcome to another episode of Happy Without Medicine. It is me, Dr. Yuande, your host. First of all, wanting to say a very big thank you for coming back week after week. I see all of you. I see you in my comments. I see you in my analytics. I see you binge listeners. Thank you for coming back week after week. And if this is the first time we are connecting and this is the first time you're listening to this podcast, thank you. Thank you for joining the community. Welcome to Happy Without Medicine. And I'm your host, Dr. Yuandi, a medical doctor, therapist, and a fierce advocate for your happiness. My mission here is simple, to help professional women just like you create a life you're excited to wake up to. It's time to make the happiness you feel on the inside match the success others see on the outside. Let's get started. In this week's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you three powerful questions that I want you to have in your back pocket for those moments or those seasons or those times in your life when you start to feel stuck or you feel like you're in a bit of a rut or you've lost your spark, you've lost your mojo and you're looking for how to get it back. These questions might sound simple, but they are very, very powerful and they come up in situations. So, so today's Valentine's Day. I'm recording this episode on Valentine's Day and it'll be released tomorrow, which is February 15th. And the past couple of weeks, I've been talking a lot about relationships, whether it's on my Instagram lives or in my face-to-face sessions with my clients. We've been talking about relationships and whether it's disappointments with relationships or relationships that haven't necessarily gone the way that my clients may have thought when they were little girls or early in the years of their relationships or their marriages and facing some disappointment with that. And the journey that I've taken a lot of these women on is getting to the point where they are at peace with themselves, where they enjoy their company and where they are not allowing the emotions of someone else take them for a ride or a roller coaster. Essentially, we are guiding them or I am guiding them through a process of staying anchored, staying grounded, regardless of the circumstances around them. And it's been such fulfilling work because like I always say, I rave about my clients. They are the most amazing humans on the planet. And in doing so, they often will come to me with insightful revelations or breakthroughs or changes or switches that have happened for them over the course of our work together, many times during sessions and many times in their private moments. And the result of these breakthroughs is, again, 
getting them to the point where they are content, where they are happy and where their joy comes from inside out and isn't entirely based on external situations like their finances or their relationships or, you know, their kids and their kids' behavior or school results, etc. They are at that point where they are finding inner strength, inner peace, and inner joy. And through the course of all of this, they are learning how to ask powerful questions that yield powerful answers. Because most of the time, what we find ourselves defaulting to is thinking about the situations that we're in, but not in a productive way. We ruminate or we turn things over in our minds over and over in a circular fashion without really moving forward with an answer or a plan or a result or an action step. We churn things over, we go round and round in circles, going around the same point, circling around the same point without really moving forward. But when we ask ourselves powerful questions, it gets us out of this rut that we are circling around and actually takes us one step further. And the more we ask these powerful questions, the more we're able to take steps further. And so what are these questions that I am encouraging you to start asking yourself if you find that you are circling around a situation or circling around a specific emotion or circling around something that makes you feel like you're stuck? The first question is asking yourself, how do I feel right now? How do I feel right now? And once you're able to identify how you feel right now, the next question will be, how do I want to feel? How do I want to feel instead? And by extension, you might say, who do I want to be instead? Or how do I want to be instead? Or what do I want to have instead? So the first question is, how do I feel right now? And the second question will be a variation of, how do I want to feel instead? Who do I want to be instead? What do I want to have instead? So I know that that sounds like three different questions, but you can consider that question 2A, B, or C, because usually you're going to be answering one of those three questions, depending on what it is that you are looking at or how it is that you are feeling in the moment. And then finally, question three, and this shouldn't come as any surprise because you know I'm all about taking actionable steps towards what we want. Question three is what's the next step, literally the next step that I can take towards having, feeling, or being what I want. So let me give some examples just to crystallize how these questions might look. So like I said, today is Valentine's Day and leading up to today, like I mentioned, I've been talking about relationships a lot. And one of the words, the descriptive words, the feelings that someone who is single or someone who is divorced or someone who is widowed, for example, might describe is feeling lonely. You know, how do I feel right now? I feel lonely. That might be an answer. And then they might ask the second question, how do I want to feel? 
I want to feel connected or I want to be connected. So the next question would be, what do I need to do? What's the next step that I need to take in order to feel connected? And it might be, you know what, it's time to plan a trip to go see my secondary school friends, or it's time to connect with a volunteer organization where I can start to feel connected with a cause that means something to me. And so step three is going to look different for everybody. And if you've followed me for a while, you know that I'm all about making leveraged change, which is thinking about the things that are going to move the needle forward the most instead of trying to overhaul who you are or all of a sudden create a new identity and new interests, reflecting on things that have worked for you already in the past and have moved the needle forward for you in the past and focusing on that. And so if there are specific friends that you know that if I get together with this group of friends for brunch, I'm going to feel connected once again. It's been a while. Let's set up a brunch. Recently, me and my two friends from my emergency medicine fellowship reconnected over Zoom and it was such a wonderful time. We hadn't done that in a while and it was such a wonderful time reconnecting and touching base and making sure that we are all okay as women in medicine. And so what is the next actionable step that you can take towards feeling connected if that is a desire that you currently have. Another example is feeling sluggish. How do you feel? It's winter. It's been cold. Many of us have maybe packed on a few pounds and we're not as active as we might be in the summertime. And maybe feeling sluggish is something that you are experiencing in this season. And then you ask yourself the next question, who do you want to be? How do you want to feel instead? And maybe your answer is, I want to be an energetic person. I want to be a fit person. I want to feel like I have energy. And then what is the one thing that you can do to move towards that goal, towards that feeling? And you might say, you know what? Recently, I've been drinking a lot of carbonated sugary beverages. It's time to cut that out. And I know that is one thing I can do towards getting my energy back and getting rid of this sluggish feeling. Is it all coming together now? How those three questions can really be very powerful in getting you from a place of feeling stuck and feeling like you're circling around the same issue and the same thoughts about yourself and your situation and actually moving forward from that. Let me give one more example. Overwhelmed. Overwhelmed is a word that I wish if I, I could get $5 every time someone told me that they were overwhelmed, I think I would be ready to retire by now. But say feeling overwhelmed is something that you are experiencing, is a feeling that you're currently experiencing to answer that first question, how do I feel right now? And perhaps you want to feel like you're more in control of your life. Um, what is the next step that you're going to take? One thing that you might want to do, and maybe it's managing your time with a planner. And that's something that you always wanted to do and you haven't really figured out how. It's time to go get a notebook. It's time to really think about how you use your time, how you structure your time. I've talked about 
time management on this podcast. In fact, if you go back to previous episodes, episode 73, where I talk about taking back control of your time with seven strategies, you can definitely go back and listen to that and here are some of the strategies that I have used. And so taking back control of your time using something like a planner can help you get that feeling where you're feeling more in control of your day, of your time, and of your energy versus feeling overwhelmed. Overall, the goal of this episode is to let you know that you are in control of how you feel. I want you to stop waiting for someone to come into your thoughts, into your home, into your life, into your work to rescue you from the feelings that you're having. Because the truth of the matter is the only person responsible for the outcome of how you feel is you. And if you give that power to somebody else, you're going to end up feeling like you're on a roller coaster from a day-to-day basis, moment-to-moment basis. You are the one ultimately in control of your feelings, not your partner, not your team, not your clients, not your kids, not your boss, you. And the three questions that I shared will help you take back control of your feelings, your emotions, and take the corresponding action to get things moving in a direction that makes you feel better overall. So those three questions again are, how do you feel right now? What do you want to feel instead? Or what do you want to have instead? Who do you want to be instead? And finally, what are the next steps that you can take towards having, feeling, or being that thing that you want. Okay. If you enjoyed this episode, if you found it valuable, please share it with a friend because you're a good friend. We're all good friends around here. Please share it with a friend. And until next time, remember that I am here always fiercely advocating for your success and your happiness. Bye. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Yuan Di, on the Happy Without Medicine podcast this week. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you could give it a review on Apple Podcast because it helps Happy Without Medicine pop up when other women are searching for ways to find their happiness again. And visit happywithoutmedicine.com to view the complete show notes and other resources mentioned in today's episode. I'll catch you next time.